Hey, this is Lexi. Book me for singing, songwriting, vocal production, engineering, and lessons through social media at LexiATL. Email at LexiSolo at gmail.com. Text me at 404-692-1299 or go to my website, LexiATL.com. Right now, you're tuned in to my podcast, Lex Chat, which is a show dedicated to music and entertainment where we talk about the industry and the business, and we help each other to become better artists and better creatives. You can catch these chats live on Instagram at LexiATL, that's at L-E-X-C-A-T-L to be part of the conversation, or catch the replays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Wherever you're watching or listening, please like, subscribe, follow, and engage with the content by leaving comments and reviews. If you want to go the extra mile in supporting me, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash LexiATL, where you can pay a small monthly subscription because every little bit truly does help. This week on Lex Chat, let's chat about 2024. I'm recording this episode on Sunday, December 31st, and when this episode drops, you'll be listening on the first day of the year for 2024, which is January 1st. And January 1st is a Monday, and I think it's the perfect time, if you haven't done so already, to think about and get a plan together for how you want 2024 to go. So today, I want to share with you something that was shared with me, and I'm super excited about it because I love doing things like this, and I've learned about myself that I really do love analyzing things and making plans for things and writing things out. That's when I'm the happiest and feel the most at ease with life because I've thought about things on a deeper level and thought about how I'd like to move from there. And, you know, I don't know the science behind that, but it truly does help to kind of take a weight off of my chest when I think about things and write them out. But anyway, what was shared with me is how to plan 2024 in 24 minutes with Jesse Itzler. Shout out to Rich at Rich Productions. He shared this video with me and the team at Rich Productions, which is a studio I work out of, which is the first studio to hire me right after I finished school. But we went to a business event called Aspire in Atlanta, and I think y'all heard that episode a few weeks ago. And Jesse Itzler is one of the people who spoke. He was one of the best people, but my favorite speaker was actually his wife. Her name is Sarah Blakely, and she's the creator of Spanx. But in this video, he talks about a system he uses to plan out his year, and it literally only takes him 24 minutes. So I want to share that with y'all. And help you to plan your 2024, even if you're doing this on January 1st. I think the start of the year is as good a time as any to do it. So if this is something you're interested in, stay tuned. Woke up on the couch this morning. Got up on my feet just before the beep. Listen to my stomach, it was snoring. I forgot to eat before I went to sleep. Woke up in the kitchen, got to make some breakfast. Something on my teeth just before I make my exit. I know today it would be a good So that is my song. It's a good day. We outside featuring I wordplay, which you can find that song on my album, Love Reset, produced by Maurice Beats, available on all major streaming platforms. If you're one of those people that you like to go the extra mile in supporting artists, then guess what? I do have a physical copy of the album available and I would love it if you would get it for yourselves. You can do so by going to my website, LexiATL.com, to get your physical copy. You can get just a CD, you can get with a signature, 
or you can get with a signature and a personalized message. But you can get that at LexiATL.com. Again, that song is It's a Good Day, We Outside. And I just feel like it's so appropriate for the 1st of January. I'm recording this on December 31st, but this episode is dropping on the 1st of January. And I think it's a nice vibe to bring in the new year with because really, no matter what, it's a good day. Can we really be? Are we really sure? Can our good, good vibes and good days endure? We don't need any distractions. Worrying about the day before or the promises we make tomorrow. Today, enjoy. Look alive, look alive, it's a vibe. All right, so that's the message of the song, you know? Even though today's episode is about kind of planning for the future, um, it's a good vibe is really just, you know, we can plan for the future, we can reminisce on the past, but it's always good to be in the moment and not miss it, worried about the past or the future, you know? So anyway, if you like that vibe, it's available on all streaming platforms, or you could buy the physical album at LexiATL.com. I would really appreciate that. Um, I want to tell y'all about the next coffee date, which is going to be on January 7th. That is next week, next week, next week. That's January 7th, the first virtual coffee date of the year. I really do want to make this a, uh, like a physical meetup situation. I think that would be really dope versus only doing this stuff virtually. I've done like four or five coffee dates at this point and you know, I've consistently had three or four people tune in, but I would like to transition this into a physical coffee, like an actual coffee date, as much bad press as coffee dates get. But uh, I think it would be a lot of fun to have a, a physical coffee date. But anyway, the next virtual one, unless I decide otherwise, January 7th, right here on Instagram. That's at LexiATL, at L-E-X-C-A-T-L. It's a group of creatives. We come together, we brainstorm together, we talk through issues together. And basically what I want to do with the coffee date is to build a community of creatives who we help each other and we can bounce ideas off of each other. It's a think tank type of situation, low pressure gathering. You know, you don't have to be the best artist. You don't have to be, you don't have to have the most money. It's just, we can help each other figure out how to get better. We can help each other how to make more money. Pillow Jones asks, have you ever thought about doing food reviews while talking about music and other topics? I have not. Are you thinking like mukbang style? Um, I don't know. I, that's something that I was thinking about too, as far as my content, bringing back music reviews and not just the R&B girl reacts, but bringing back like the music review portion of the show which I used to do, but I kind of got away from because it's like, you know, I want to give other people their flowers, but at the same time, I want to, I want to promote myself. So I don't know. It's something I've thought about, but I don't know that it's something I actually want to do. Why do you ask? You said, I still want some of your spaghetti that you made online. (laughs) Oh yeah. I got, I get rave reviews about that spaghetti, (laughs) but, um, Let's see. I don't want this to be too long today. I say this every week. The last episode was almost an hour and y'all, I did not mean to talk for that long. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for the new year. Pillow Jones says food reviews always have a way of becoming viral. I'm trying to think of ways to help build your audience. Mm, Thank you. Yeah, 
I've thought about it and it would be dope to eventually get sponsored by some places or maybe that's the wrong thinking. Maybe I don't need to get sponsored. Maybe just people like to see girls eating and talking about things or people like to see people eating and talking about things. It's a possibility. Yeah. Um, maybe it could be a weekly thing. It could also help me to get out the house because I, I don't, I don't explore the city. Like I'm, I'm in Atlanta and, um, I don't really get out in Atlanta, you know, so maybe it'll be a great way for me to kind of discover what's around me. And yeah, I think that's a great idea. Thank you, pillow. Um, speaking of trying new things, y'all, I got to tell y'all about magic mind, which are these little shots in a bottle. I have my little info card here. Magic mind. All right. I love magic mind. I was telling y'all for the past few weeks now that I deal really badly with like anxiety and feeling like this pressure on my chest and I struggle with uh, brain fog and sometimes procrastination whereas like my anxiety gets so bad where I just feel like I can't really, <sighs> I get kind of stuck, you know? And I don't know why that was if I was looking at my technology too much, you know, having to edit stuff on a computer all day long or always being tied to these damn phones which give me headaches and Usually I'm the type that I believe that if I sleep it off, if I eat enough, if I drink enough water, then I'll be fine. But, you know, it's time for a new way of thinking in the new year because I don't I don't want to I don't want to think like that anymore. You know, I want to do better. And so the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I want to tell y'all about Magic Mind. Magic Mind is this little potion, this little magic shot and it really has taken care of all of those problems that I just told y'all about. So I don't deal with brain fog and I, I'm left feeling more focused and I get into like a kind of flow state after taking the Magic Mind potion. I wish I had the bottles, but I drank them all. Let me show my camera real quick <laughs> so y'all can see. But they look just like this and this is literally like actual size. They're about this big and... They have um, different ingredients in them. I put mine in the fridge because I like to have my shots chilled. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, it helps with brain fog. It helps with concentration and focus. There are ingredients in it such as lion's mane mushroom, bacopa monieri, citicoline for focus. And there's one more on there, but I just don't know how to describe that. For energy, there's ceremonial matcha, cordyceps mushrooms, rhodiola rosea, B2, B3, and B12 vitamins. And for less stress, there is ashwagandha, L-theanine, and turmeric. That turmeric gives it a little bit of a kick, and it's really great. I um, After about three days, I really started to notice myself get into a kind of flow state, which is what they would describe is going to happen to you when you take Magic Mind shots. When you take Magic Mind shots, you get into a flow state. And like I told y'all, my stress went away and I felt like I was more productive and more focused and that weight that was on my chest was lifted. So I know some of us, especially as creatives, we deal with a lot of pressure, um, a lot of unseen pressures that people don't realize we go through because this is an entrepreneur kind of industry. So I just want to tell y'all about Magic Mind and I think y'all should try it. And January, right? This is the first of the year. First off, congratulations to Magic Mind because as of January 2024, they will be available in Sprouts all across the United States, okay? And I want y'all to try it. They also 
you're able to order online, which is how I got my first five pack that I tried. Um, you can order online by going to magicmind.com. And let me make sure I give y'all the right code, okay? Magicmind.com slash Jan LexChat. So that's like January and LexChat. It's magicmind.com slash Jan LexChat. And then use my code LexChat20, all right? You can get anywhere from 20% off all the way up to 75% off of your order, okay? So I wanna say that's 20% off your first time purchase or 75% off of your first subscription purchase, all right? That's magicmind.com slash JanLexChat. Use my code LexChat20 to try Magic Mind and see how you like it for yourself. Get into a flow state and really help your creativity. And yeah, thank you so much Magic Mind for partnering with me on bringing this product to the masses. Now that we got all of our housekeeping things and updates out of the way, let's get into the actual topic for today, which is the Lex Chat. I'm sorry, I got so much going on around me. I really need to figure out a new like angle because I don't like how this looks. I should be speaking like this, but I'm turned around and you know, let me just try to get my life together, y'all, seeing all the crazy behind the scenes stuff. I don't like this at all. Anyway, I think that might work. That might work. Yeah. All right. So let's get into today's topic. We're talking about how to plan 2024 in 24 minutes. Shout out to Rich at Rich Productions for sharing this video with me and shout out to Jesse Itzler. This is a plan that he has come up with and I followed along with the video. I'm going to leave the link down below to his video, how to plan 2024 in 24 minutes. When you see it, if you search for it on your own, he's holding like what he calls a big ass calendar, which I love. I'm going to make my own calendar or you can go to his website and purchase yours. Um, but I like the arts and crafts of it all. So the main points about this planning your 2024 in 24 minutes. All right. The main points, there are three points that he went over in the video. Um, his video is an hour long, but you really only need like the first 36 minutes to get the gist of everything. If you don't want to do that and you want to talk to me about it, then keep watching this here Lex chat. So there were three main points that he talked about in the video, how to close out your year, why you should have a plan and the system he uses to plan 2024. So the first point, how to close out the year. And if you're listening along, I would love for you to be actively participating. I've already written down my notes on this, but I would love for you to actually be writing down your stuff too. Is there any crazy information on here? No. So let me show the camera. So I've already written mine down and I have my notes. You know, I got my notes here. I would like for y'all to write this down on physical paper. I'm a huge believer that writing things down is way more powerful than just typing it out in a phone. I think um, there's more connection to your goals when you write them down. I think that's a form of bringing the thought into a physical existence. Now you can see it on paper. When it's on digital, it's just not the same. Um, and there's a loss of connection between you and your goal. There's something to be said about taking the time to write out your goals because goals take time to bring to fruition. The first step would be writing out that goal and seeing it on paper. 
And now you can build from that tiny concept that's just on a sheet of paper and it becomes something bigger that shapes your habits, your life, your, your mood, all kinds of things, right? So let's get into this. We're going to keep it short today because it's the first of January and we got a lot of stuff that we want to do, right? And I want you to get right into this. So the first point, how to close out the year. It's basically reviewing how 2023 went and I will give a disclaimer, I guess. This is something that you have to allow yourself to sit down in silence and think about and be alone. Or if there's somebody that you trust who won't like make it weird and who won't make fun of you for wanting to do something like this, then you can share with someone else. It can be a really intimate experience, I think. But you're basically giving a year end review of how 2023 went and you start from January through December. How did things go? Clean out your closet, which is something that I did. I haven't finished um, cleaning out my closet, but I made a big drop to Goodwill yesterday and I put them, fold them up nicely and put them in some little tote bags and gave those away. I have some more stuff that I need to take to Goodwill, but clean out your closet. You either donate stuff or give it away. So that's the first point of this, how to close out the year, clean out your closet. And what Jesse says in his video is basically that we want to go into the new year on a light note. We want to go in light. And I like this concept because it works in tandem with you need to make room for the things that you are expecting to come into your life. If you're already filled up with all of this, these things, if space is already being taken up in your life, then how can you expect all the right things to come in if you don't get rid of the old things or the bad things, you know? So I really love this concept of physically cleaning out your closet. The next thing would be cleaning up your desk or your workspace, which I have not done. And I'm sitting at my workspace, but <laughs> clean up your workspace and my workspace. I probably just throw papers on the floor, honestly. Um, it's not bad. It's just things could have a better place. I could do better with everything having its own place. So clean out your closet, donate, give it away. Clean up your desk and your workspace because the outer is a reflection of the inner is where this mindset comes from. If your outer is cluttered and things are all over the place and things don't have their own spot, then that's an indication that internally things are not in order and there may be a little bit of chaos or it may be a little dirty. Things need a little cleaning up, you know? The next point of this is deleting all emails and unsubscribing to things that you know you're not going to interact with. Unsubscribing to things that are bogging down your inbox. This is a big one for me. Um, and I did it a little bit. I kind of did it throughout the year. Like maybe, actually no, the past three months I've been doing this by myself. And just unsubscribing from things that I don't interact with or... Even things that send me too many damn emails throughout the week. Why are you emailing me every single day? Some companies email three, four times a day and I'm just not, I'm not that passionate about whatever it is you're trying to email me about. Um, and I end up missing emails from clients because my inbox is so bogged down with all of this stuff that I don't interact with anyway. And I don't have a good system for checking my emails right now. So I I have missed out on opportunities because I didn't see a message in time. So that's why it's a good idea to delete emails. 
Now he says that he just does like a full sweep. I can't do that because in music, I have a lot of things where emails are attached with different songs. Um, so I don't want to do that, but I would probably go back and at least delete stuff from 2020 and 2021, because if I haven't looked back on it, like consistently or routinely, then it's probably not something that's important. Right. So as a continuation for this closing out the year, right. You've cleaned out your closet. You've cleaned up your desk and your workspace. You've cleaned up your email inbox. Now you want to clean inside and out of your car. That's another reflection, another extension of you. Clean out your car on the inside and the outside. Go through the car wash. Make sure you get um, the vacuum. You know, if you can, get it detailed. Uh, Throw away any papers or plastic or bottles or chips, whatever's in your car that doesn't need to be there and it's trash. Clean it out. I need to clean out my trunk because my trunk is looking a little junky, but clean it out. Next up is go through your bills and your mail. I can sometimes be bad about this. I get a little bit of anxiety for some reason about checking the mail and um, just being hit with bills. I think it's a trauma of being an adult. It's a, a necessary evil. Only thing I get in the mail is usually bills or some kind of advertisement for rooms to go and coupons, which I really like the coupons, but sometimes it'll pile up because I haven't gone through them or I'll be holding on to the coupons knowing that I'm not going to go visit these fast food places. And um, yeah, so cleaning out your mail and your bills, going through those things and making sure that you're staying on top of whatever is due next or whatever is junk mail and things that you don't need. That's an important thing to do. The next thing that he says that I have not done for myself yet, but I used to do this for my clients maybe two years ago, but not, and I stopped doing it. But he says to write handwritten letters to people who impacted you in 2023. And he says he might do 10 to 25 handwritten letters. And I think this is something you should definitely have started on December 1st. But I think that going into 2024, it's not too late to write these letters. And January 1st, make a list of people, right? Make a list right now off the top of your head. The first 10 to 25 people. If you only got five people, that's fine too. The first people that come into your mind, make a list of who those people are. And now each day of January, set out some time to write to those people, tell them how much you appreciate them, how they impacted you. Or, you know, if it wasn't that positive, how, you know, negative things impact us as well. Tell them about that. But I think that's a cool thing to do. And, you know, I mentioned that all I get these days are bills. It's nice to check the mail and have a handwritten letter from somebody. Um, I think... Not only will it feel great to acknowledge people who have impacted your life, but people will feel great knowing that you thought about them and you took the time to give them praise because we never know what people are going through. And as you become an adult, the phrase I'm proud of you becomes less and less. Even if you if you didn't hear it at all as a kid, you know, you definitely are not hearing it as an adult. People just kind of expect you to, you know, do what you do because you're grown now. So it's nice to get something that's like, oh, somebody thought about me and maybe they didn't even realize that what they did had an impact on you and that'll help them to keep going because maybe they were struggling with something. Like I said, we're all going through something. So I think that's a really cool idea and I'm going to take my own advice. I'm recording this on the 31st, but I can make a list of people who impacted my year and write letters and each day of January write letters 
And if y'all don't know how to write, um, how to do the letter thing. So let's say you have a little envelope, right? On the left-hand side, the top left-hand corner, you put your name and your address. In the middle of the envelope, you put the recipient's address. In the top right-hand corner, you put a stamp. And you can actually go to Kroger at the cashiers and ask for stamps, or you can go to the post office and get first-class stamps. This is 20 stamps for $10. This usually lasts me the entire year. If I do this, I'm gonna need to buy another thing. But this usually lasts me an entire year. I pay my bills by way of mail because I don't like getting charged extra money to pay my bills that I owe people. I don't wanna pay y'all extra money. But anyway, it's a nice thing to do, okay? So let me put that back. So write the letters. And then the last thing for this portion, how to close out the year. So that was all on the personal side, right? How to close out your year on the business side. Go through all your tips and your bonuses, which I haven't done yet. Go through your wins and your losses and then go through your analytics and just look at the growth of your business. Look at the changes of your business. Look at the culture of your business. Look at maybe the kind of people that have been booking with you. I would even go, I would even write letters to clients who have been consistently booking with you. Maybe you can't give every client like a gift card or something because that can get expensive, but even just writing a letter to your clients and saying how much you appreciate them working with you, that really does mean a lot to people. And um, I think what I wanna do is send a promo to my clients, something that I've been thinking about for the past few weeks and I just need to put it into action, right? I just need to put it into action. But going through your business and analyzing how was the business year? So how was your personal year and how was your business year? So that first point, how to close out the year, to review on that, clean out your closet, and either donate or give away those things. Clean up your desk and your workspace, right? Delete all your emails, unsubscribe from things that do not serve you, unsubscribe from things that you're not interacting with, you're not even reading, and it's bogging down your inbox, making you miss important messages from people, okay? Clean out your car, inside and out. Go through your bills and your mail, make sure you're up to date, get rid of the junk mail, throw it away because that's clutter. Write handwritten letters to the people who impacted you in 2023, 5, 10, 20 people, however many you want to do. And then on the business side, go through your earnings, your tips, your bonuses, do analytics. Um, maybe you have a business page on your social media and you want to look at your analytics to see what kind of content was I creating that got good interaction or good responses. Um, and maybe you want to look at, can I do more of this? Can I post more? Do I need to post less? You know, how did how did keeping up with this workflow affect me in 2023? How did it affect me and how did it affect the amount of money I was making? So that was point one. Now to move on to point two, why have a plan? It's to play offense and to incite adventure success and to plan things to be excited about. And this is the portion of the video that Jesse talked about that really got me excited and it's something so simple but it literally lit my brain on fire like yo why have I never thought of this I'm the type of person that I plan things out a lot I never thought to plan to have fun for myself first and foremost I'm always worried about money and how much money I'm making and if I'm gonna be on top of my bills for the year and being in an unstable industry like music and a client-based 
job like an audio engineer and songwriter it's very up or down and you really don't know where things are going to go a lot of times and I didn't realize how much stress that was causing me so much to the point where I was not even planning fun things to do for myself because I was afraid that I wouldn't have enough money for it but I've decided that I'm going to go into 2024 with the mindset that I need to have fun first so I can enjoy life and then work needs to come secondary not to say that I won't be working but I need to plan my fun things first and then plan work around those things. And I love that idea. I absolutely love it when he said it in his video. And so this is why we are planning because we forget to have fun and we think that everything has to be spontaneous. People don't think that you can plan fun, just like people don't think you can plan sex, but that's another story. (laughs) But everything like, Everything is intentional. Why wouldn't adventures and success and fun be the same, right? So you're playing the offense and you are naming and calling out the things that you want to do. You are planning newness, adventures, planning things to be excited about. You are prioritizing self over work. Having a plan is critical. That's the end of that section. Why we should be planning. And I hope that little piece fired up something for yourself as well. I've been playing, I've been playing, um, I've been lowballing myself, you know, by not planning fun things. I have fun things in mind that I want to do, but I would never take myself out to do those things because I was so worried about missing out on money from work. When the money is going to be there, I'm not enjoying life because I'm putting everything else before myself. And that really just clicked for me, you know, that really just clicked for me. So let me restart my camera to get into this next part. So now we're on point number three. What is the actual system to plan 2024 in 24 minutes? So three things to start the year. This is how we're going to plan. All right. We have the misogi, which is a Japanese word. M-I-S-O-G-I misogi. This is the one big year big year defining event or thing that you want to accomplish in 2024. All right. An example, I want to go on a vacation and or pay off my car. That is my Misogi, my big event for the year. And I want to say that, you know, this 2024 planning, this is for me personally, what I want to do personally and how I want to personally have fun. Okay. So the three things to start your year, okay? There's the Misogi, the one big year defining event. There are the bi-monthly things that you will be doing. So every eight weeks, something new. And then there are the quarterly things, the quarterly habits that you will be adding to your Rolodex of habits. I don't know how to say that. So one, the big Misogi, the big year defining event. This can be something like, doing a marathon for the first time, starting a podcast. Something that I thought to put on there was doing a music video because I don't think I did one at all in 2023, being so worried about um, uh, budget and everything. I managed to release an album, but I didn't do any, any music videos. I shied away from that because that is still work for me. Even though it would be fun, it's still work and it's something that stresses me out actually. So It could be something like that, though, or if it is to start an LLC for your company officially, or if it's to 
you know, just one big year defining moment. What does that look like to you? Mine is to take a vacation and or pay off my car. The next thing is the bi-monthly every other month. Something that you want to do for a day or two. He calls this Kevin's rule because his friend Kevin. And basically the rule is to do something you wouldn't normally have done. This is where the adventure and the excitement and the newness and the fun comes into play. And so he said that this is something you should do for yourself every eight weeks. So every two months. So this is six times in the year. Think of six things. And I would say, don't even think about it. The first few things that pop into your head, write those things down. So for me, his examples were basketball camps, visiting family, things like that. For me, my initial list was zip lining, Cirque du Soleil, whitewater rafting, wine tasting, attending a symphony or orchestra, um, and doing a solo trip out of state. Those are my six things that I thought to myself, I want to do something that's fun. It's out of the, the ordinary and it's, you know, creating excitement. It's giving me something to look forward to. Those are my six things. So you make a list for yourself. You don't have to stop at six even. But if you have more than six, I would say rank those things from most exciting to least exciting, you know, which might be hard, but, you know. Or just stick with the first six things that come to your mind. That's what I did. All right. So the last point is adding one winning habit every quarter throughout the year. So there are four quarters in the year. Each quarter is three months, three, six, nine, 12. Every three months, you are adding a new winning habit. What is an example of a winning habit? He put like drink more water. Um... What did I put for my winning habits? Here are some examples, okay? So there's four quarters. So think of four winning habits, four things you want to work on. So for me, one would be morning prayer and quiet time. I wanna get in the into the habit of when I get up in the morning, I'm praying. Even if I don't get up and get down on my knees, you know, I've I've kind of already been implementing this for myself, but getting up, and doing a morning prayer and just having quiet time in the morning because I don't do that for myself enough. I get up and I'm instantly running off to the gym. I think there needs to be, um, well, for me, I'm going through, I want to be closer to God. And so I've been doing good by going to online church through Elevation Church, which I'm a little mad. They didn't do a service this morning and they didn't do a service for Christmas, like preaching. I wanted to hear a message. They didn't do that. But anyway, I've been really good about attending church, even if it's virtually right every Sunday. So that's a habit that I built in. The next step for that would to be to continue building a relationship with God. And how do you go about that? That's through prayer and talking to him every single day. I might do little stuff like thanking him throughout the day, but having conversations and meditating and then even just reflecting for myself, I don't do that enough. So that's something that I want to do. That's the first habit that I want to, that I'm going to be working on in the new year, morning prayer and quiet time. Second thing for me is to call people just to check on them. And I should add on to that, answer the phone when people are calling me. I don't know what it is, but I get so much anxiety around talking to people and I I don't know why that is I I really don't know why I'm getting health ins- I have health insurance for 2024 so I think therapy is covered under that I just need to find somebody who's 
good. And I'm going to, I want to explore that. I really do. I don't know why I have such terrible anxiety around being on the phone. I don't know why, but that's another habit I want to get into calling people just to check on them. And this is going to help to foster my personal relationships and just let people know that I care about them. And that's something that I want to sow into the world is having good relationships with people, making people feel like they are wanted and somebody cares about them enough to check on them. Even if it's just a quick little five to 10 minute conversation, you know, I want to do that. Number three for me is to shower, brush my teeth, do my hair, my makeup and get dressed and be presentable in the AM. Right. I do these things. You know, I do these things every day, not the makeup part. I really don't. Sometimes I don't get dressed, honestly, but I do these things every day. But a lot of times I don't do them until like I have somewhere to be. So I find myself having to get ready to go to places. Like if I get invited out to do a session um, and they want to do it within two or three hours, I'm dreading it because I have to go through this whole process of getting ready. Or if somebody invites me to an event, I'm dreading it because I have to go through this whole process of getting ready. The reason why I wrote this down as a habit that I want to work on is because I want to be ready to walk out my house at any given moment. And that's something that I have not done a good job at. I will stay in my night clothes all day. I will keep my hair wrapped all day long. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I want to open myself up to the possibilities of being invited out more and being um, just being outside of the house more. And I think if I dressed up more, or just put on just jeans and a t-shirt to be ready to get out of the house, then I would be more likely to want to leave and I would have less stress and anxiety around leaving my house and going somewhere. So that's something for me. And then the fourth thing for me, the fourth winning habit that I wanna work on for 2024 is to defend myself when I'm hurt or disrespected. And I put in parentheses, speak up quickly and precisely. I think y'all can read between the lines on this one, but I'm very much a peacemaker and a pacifist. I like to keep the peace and I like for things to go smoothly and I don't like to ruffle feathers and I don't like for people to feel bad or I don't like to throw people's energy off or be a bad vibe in the room. Um, But it's caused me a lot of pain keeping my mouth shut and not expressing myself. Um, Something that I want to work on, too, in conjunction with this is doing it quickly. That's why I put in parentheses, speak up quickly, because something will hurt my feelings and I might not understand why in the moment, like I'm slow to think about stuff. I kind of want to get a little bit more reactionary in the new year. Um, The moment that I feel disrespected and just let people know, because I have no inner peace I have no inner peace when I just keep holding stuff in and kind of going through that right now. That's why I'm feeling a little emotional about it. But um, yeah, I'm just tired of people playing with me, you know, and thinking that they can get away with it. And I need to speak up for myself and defend myself and not worry about disturbing the peace. There's already a disturbance of peace within myself and harboring it here where nobody can see it. I don't think it's healthy for me. And I want to let it out more. So that's another winning habit that I want to incorporate in my new year. So to recap on these things, right? Oh, yeah, I'm going to add that in. So to recap on these things, all right, how to plan your 2024 in in 24 minutes, 
is to think of one big year defining event, your misogi. The next thing is to plan adventure, plan newness, plan fun, plan things to be excited about. So these are six events in the new year, six events in the new year that you want to do every eight weeks, every two months, you know, it's a bi-monthly thing. And then four winning habits that you want to achieve in 2024, something that you can each quarter you're adding on. So first quarter for me, morning prayer and quiet time. Second quarter, call people to check on them. Third quarter, be ready, dressed, presentable in the morning. So whenever I get invited out, I can just roll. Fourth quarter, defend myself more when I'm hurt, disrespected, speak up quickly. Right. What I want to add to the six things you wouldn't normally do, the adventure, the fun portion. I actually looked on my calendar and I said, okay, from January 1st, what's eight weeks out from that? And it's February 23rd, 24th. And then eight weeks from that, April 19th, 20th. Eight weeks from that, June 14th to 15th, so on and so forth. Put dates to those things and then put those things on your calendar. Those are non-negotiable. Unless life just starts lifing, make those things non-negotiable. No matter what's happening with work, you do not you do not cancel those plans. You keep those plans because those are for you to have a good time. All right. So add a date to it. Add a date. Same thing with the four habits. I actually wrote next to each one, January through March, first quarter, April through June, second quarter, July through September, third quarter, October to December, fourth quarter. I put those next to my winning habits and I even put it on my calendar as a long event that's lasting <laughs> through those months. Okay. So this is how to plan your 2024 in 24 minutes. That's really all you needed. I will leave the link to Jesse Itzler's video down below. And if you weren't doing it while listen, listening to Lex chat today, I really hope that you do it for yourself. Um, go buy his big ass calendar or make your own like I'm doing. I went to the Dollar Tree, got me some poster board. I already have my markers and things. I already wrote out my plans in my notebook. So now I just have to, I like to visually see things. So I'm going to do a little arts and crafts thing with that, with that for myself. Um, if that's something you want to do, then I would encourage you to do that or just put it on your calendar on your phone. Although I would prefer for you to physically write it out, putting it on your calendar or your phone, that's progress as well. And that's making a plan. So that's good. So how to plan your 2024 in 24 minutes with Jesse Itzler. I will put that link in my description down below and you can check that out for yourself. He has an electric kind of energy. So I would love for y'all to check that out and hear him speak on it and hear how excited he gets about it. I'm excited sharing it with y'all. Wow, this thing is just in my way. I'm excited sharing it with y'all and I thank y'all for tuning in to the Lex chat. Let me know what you think about this. Um, like, share, subscribe, comment, review, all of those things really help. And let's create a discourse on it. Um, thank you to my patrons, official Mr. Flat Shoals and Eldon Cleary. If you want to become a patron of mine, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash Lexi ATL for, um, and pay a small monthly donation to help me as a creator on a monthly basis. Uh, what else do I got? First coffee date of 2024 is going to be January 7th at 12 o'clock PM. That's here on Instagram at Lexi ATL coffee date, January 7th on Instagram at Lexi ATL. Okay. And then I want to give a last shout out to magic mind. 
These are amazing little potions, little magic shots that help you with focus, energy, and stress. And you can go to magicmind.com slash Jan Lexchat and use my code Lexchat20 to get up to 75% off of your order, your subscription. All right. Thank you so much, Magic Mind, for partnering with me on that. And yeah, let's tackle the year. Let's have a great 2024, even if it's not great, because 2023 had some challenges. All right. Um, We are planning for greatness. And we are expecting, here's what a sermon was a couple weeks ago on Elevation um, with Pastor Stephen Furtick. Expect the blessing. Expect the blessing. Let me see, did I write that down somewhere? I don't know if I did. Let me look. Y'all can hold on just a moment. Mm, dang, how many weeks ago was this? This is what I need. Well, looks like I did not write it down when I thought I did. But, oh, oh, never mind. Here it is. This was December 10th, actually. <laughs> so more than a couple weeks ago. This was December 10th. So reach. God will reach you, wrap you, and raise you. God will reach you wherever you are, no matter how low you are. God will wrap you, which means you are covered. Even when you don't feel covered, even when you feel alone, God will wrap you. God will raise you. So whatever has died in your life can be risen again in his name. And then you have to expect a blessing while accepting the mess. Expect a blessing, accept the mess if the mess does come. Life is not black and white, you know, but we can expect good things to happen. And this planning your 2024 in 24 minutes, that's a part of expecting good things to happen. Now, what kind of good things do you want to happen? Dream about it. Write it down. Make it plain. Make it something that you see every day. I have a vision board in the background. Y'all see it right there. But yeah, expect the blessing accept the mess if the mess comes and that's what i want to leave y'all with thank y'all so much for joining me on lex chat today until next time my name is lexi peace can we really be are we really sure can our good good vibes and good days endure we don't need any distractions